If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome back to Mind Pump. This is the fitness comedy show. Walk, 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 that, walk, walk. <laughs> waka, waka. What? <laughs> Why'd you do that? That was so <laughs> random. That was, that was so random. Listen. He's just trying literally, to Literally, literally, <laughs> the last time you drink that much Crown and Coke before we start... <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> you're gonna start making people are gonna start thinking of alcohol. You're, you're not. Like you're not. Time. We only yeah. re, we only record once a week, and so we we actually what we do is we record like six or seven shows, and um and so it's like once a week that we end to hang we hang out, we drink a little bit, and we do the show. So no, Adam's not fucking smashed every <laughs> single day at all. So I apologize about that. So what we want to talk about on this episode was the future of fitness, or in other words, the future of the fitness industry, maybe to be more specific, right? So what. Mm-hmm. What we think the future looks like. Yeah. And the landscape's totally changing already. I mean, just the incorporation of tech, I guess, is how I see a real impact uh, and making waves within the industry and like everybody's scrambling to sort of make sense out of it. So um, one thing is is something I might have mentioned before about the, the, the quanti- quantified self. So uh, everybody's trying to make a wearable. Everybody's trying to be able to collect all this data as far as like sleeping patterns, as far as heart rate, as far as steps, as far as tons and tons of biofeedback, right? So all this biofeedback is going to play into now bettering your individual experience. And that's great. That's exciting. That's, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. However, you know, it, it, it puts, it puts a sort of predicament on personal trainers. Now, how secure are their jobs when, Everybody sort of has access to really good qualified information from, you know, your your uh, top level coach mm-hmm. that now all of a sudden they can get access to. You know, I don't know. I don't think I, and, and until they invent a pill, an actual pill that just makes you in shape, I don't think personal trainers will ever um, go out of style because uh, people don't, you know, yes, people hire trainers because they need help on learning how to exercise. But let's be honest, a lot trainers that people like to work with because they like to be with them and hang out with them and they motivate them. That's really the reason why they, people stick with a trainer, right? So these wearables can give you lots of data. And, I, you know, the people I think that'll impact the most are people like us. Nerds. Well, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> us. Yeah, guys like us who like are already so into fitness that it's just another tool to take us to the next level. You think so? No, I agree. And, and this is only because, like, it's a very personal I don't know. People, people always want to have that, that hand on sort of interaction. So they want, they want somebody to guide them through. And until, until technology can replicate that. Um, yeah. Cause when, when technology can make like an artificially intelligent, like humanoid, well, personal, the last thing on our frick, the last thing on the radar is personal training. Yeah. I mean, shit, people I, start dating these yeah, people. But oh, at that I, point, they're just going to replace body parts and you know, yeah. it'll get crazy. I think, I think it's a dying breed. What? personal training really yeah why what do you think is going to replace it um i, I don't i don't think it's i, I shouldn't say a dying breed because it, it, it's one of the grow it's one of the fastest growing facets of fitness still yeah but i think uh good personal training i think is 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 dying because it, everything is going to group and to oh i see what you're cheap, saying cheaper and it's it's kind of it's kind of killing it you know mm-hmm. it is well so we've seen quite an evolution already since we've been in fitness mm-hmm. um when we were in it, it was the big boxes, the big gyms that were exploding all onto the scene. Because before that, gyms were, you had your health spas, 
right? Your health clubs or your health spas. And then you had your it was gyms. very cardio-based sort of they were uh, cardio- gyms. Yeah, and they had like racquetball and swimming pools. Right. And then you had your gyms, right? Mm-hmm. And then some of these companies came out like 24 Fitness just revolutionized, for example, the industry and really turned it into a business where people, you know, men and women would go work out together. They, they really turned it into a very profitable business because before that, owning a gym, you didn't make shit. Like the only people that owned gyms were guys that wanted to work out all the time and then maybe make right. enough to pay the bills. Like right. you weren't making a lot. It wasn't a good business. It's like owning a bar just to, to have some drinks. Yeah, it, w- it, wasn't, it wasn't a good business. But then all of a sudden it blew up. Um, but now I see that slowing down. And what you see is more of this kind of specialized facilities. And you, got, you kind of touched on it, Adam, with the, group, the groups. Like you're seeing more yoga studios. You're seeing more um, Pilates studios, personal training studios. Um, you're seeing gyms that are more specialized mm-hmm. in terms of their approach. Like there's these, uh, have you guys seen these hard candy gyms, these Madonna hard candy? Like the bar, uh, bars, bar, oh, bar, bar method. method yeah. 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 There's all kinds of random stuff. I mean, there's well, they, TRX. Well, like all, these, all, like, or UFC gyms. Yeah. yeah. UFC gyms is one. Um, actually, um, the guy that founded 24 fitness, Mark Masteroff started this other, uh, fitness, uh, organization that, that owns many of these other companies like crunch and, Madonna's hard candy gyms and um, what is that? Madonna so these hard, hard candy, candy so they're, they're 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 I've never been in one, okay? But they're they're you find them in major cities. So like there's one in Rome, um, there's one in I think Berlin, uh, Mexico City. They're massive, just sick looking gyms. I went online, I looked through some of them. They've got great cl- uh, classes, so like really off the wall type aerobics classes, um, like hmm. with DJs spinning live music. Um, acrobats, you know, uh, almost like Cirque du Soleil instructors oh, right. teaching you shit. They do this sort of like, uh, what is that? Like yoga, whether they're doing from where they're hanging, like suspended hanging. yoga or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So um, it's pretty. So I see the future of fitness in the in the short term, kind of being these more specialized uh, type facilities. I don't see. You know what happened? This is this is. I'll go into this. This is kind of cool. You know when we were when when the big boxes were blowing up. Um, so back in, let's say 99, when I would sell a gym membership, uh, for one club, meaning you can only work out at one location, it was like 45 bucks a month. That's how much, that's how much we charge. It was like 40, 45 bucks a month. Um, later on, they went into these like price wars, uh, where the prices, they just started reducing prices lower and lower. And now $45 a month for a gym is expensive. Now you have these Mm -hmm. like fitness 19 and these, um, and it's like, they've really, I hate to say, but they've cheapened kind of somewhat of what they offer some of these some of these facilities yeah so they have to make their you know they have to make that work somehow and so they're going to compromise on well i've got a certain thing i've got a little inside secret here here's here's an inside secret for the listeners okay here's how some of these big box gyms make money and i'm pretty sure i'm going to piss some people off but that's never stopped me in the past so these these gyms count they depend on people not showing up they depend on it Mm mm-hmm but at the same time, they want to charge a rate that's low enough to where the member won't cancel because they see that it's it's too low to cancel. It's like, oh, I don't want to cancel my gym membership. It's only 15 bucks a month. I'll just keep it. So the whole model really revolves around selling these dirt cheap memberships and then hoping that people don't show up right. to the gym. And so they've got these, these, these huge dues bases that are basically donations that they get every month from members who don't. Use their gym. Yeah, can you imagine if everybody that had a membership showed up one they day be able together? To fit in. The fire marshal. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able. You'd be, be way be, well over capacity. Oh yeah, well over max capacity. If every member showed up on the same day, 
Yeah. No, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> people would be fighting like sardines. Yeah, you, in there. you couldn't fit them in. You couldn't fit them in the building. Yeah. So we saw that kind of evolution, and then now we're seeing the evolution of the small kind of studios and group kind of classes. Um, I don't know what the future is going to look like. I wonder if there's going to be more like um, maybe online virtual training. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I think that's. Well, know. I think you already you're starting to see trends of um, in the home, and I think that like as technology progresses, I see the t- the TV is going to play a role, and so every form of media that that you know about is going to play a role. Um, and why I say TV is because you remember those old. Um, at home sort of workouts like you'd get yeah videos like, Jane Fonda like yeah, or yeah exactly like Jane Fonda kind of stuff well I, I really feel like they've gotten even more savvy with that now mm-hmm. and uh, you know with Apple TV and all these integrations where now you can get communication between things like a connect Xbox uh, where um, it, it actually will send you biofeedback on the screen and you can see you know where your heart rate's at you know how hard you're working um, and then they can kind of pre-program. Uh, well, I, I could even imagine accordingly. To, I can even imagine taking a step further. Um, like you go on your TV, you log into your class. There's your live instructor, right? And yeah. and he he's or hosting she, ten thousand people. Ten thousand. Well, people. That, that's yeah. yeah some companies are trying to duplicate that already, and, and you that know, would be from, from their awesome. phone or from your iPad. So yeah, I mean it, it's, it, going, it's coming. It's, it's coming, yes. and. and and obviously, this is this is very much of a, we're in a bubble here in the Silicon Valley, and I know that I'm I'm geeking out on this probably more than anybody else. No, no, I dig this shit too. Yeah, this like is, this is this is my this is my thing. So I I'm very much into what's what's moving and what's happening to um, to integrate the two together because um, I'm just fascinated by it. Although I really like the old dinosaur training, I like to just you know get with the barbells and, and lift weights and, mm-hmm. and and be old school. Uh, can you imagine now doing that and incorporating that and something automatically tells you exactly what you did every single day and then you can reference that. Mm-hmm. And so now you have the, the, the analytical data to, to pull up and then you can see progressions and you can see like trends and you can see faults and you can see energy levels. And it, it's just, it's really, it's for me, I, I see it more as, as a way to understand more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can see social media even playing a big role because people who um, people stay motivated by seeing that their friends are working out and what their friends are doing. Mm-hmm. And social media is kind of playing a role in that. I, I, there's a couple apps that I saw. I can't remember the name of them, but you basically it keeps track of your workouts and then it connects to all your friends and it says, you know, so and so took this many more steps than you right. today. And there's, there's real power in that. Yeah, definitely. When, you, when de- you get accountability on a massive scale, very motivating. And um, I, we know, you know, like the internet is just fantastic at decentralizing things. I'm imagining in the future where you could just in, you could just pull up a group. Just random groups meet up, and you could say, "Oh, who's going to be running?" Have you oh. heard of Fit Mob? No, yeah, is that what so that is? Fit Mob is. Fuck, I'm behind the times. Already. Con- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to educate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into this. Shit. Is it, this is a subject I don't know something about. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Listen, so Fit Mob, Fit Mob basically came out, and they're making waves right now. Um, basically, because I don't know everything about them, but I know that basically you the, they've done deals with gyms, and so they can actually do these drop-in sort of memberships, and so if you're a FitMob member, uh, there's certain destinations, or even if it's an outside class or something, that you can just go mob. Basically, you you go there and you you show up. Oh, and if there's a certain amount of people that show up at the same time, you get a discount type of right. thing. Right. 
something like that. That's yeah. fantastic. So it's a great idea. I mean, I, I think that they're smart in that. And I think that more gyms will adopt that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that will definitely spread because why wouldn't gyms, you know, why would gyms not want to have like, you know, more money coming in from random sources right. that they wouldn't have normally got. Right. Right. So that sounds genius. I have, you know, uh, I was spoiled for a little while because I own, you know, my, and I still work there, but uh, I just recently sold it, but I owned, um, a personal training studio and I was, I've been spoiled for the last 12 years because I get to just work out in my own gym. God, mm. that is so fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, you, I mean, you guys, have you guys owned, you haven't owned your own gym, right? No, no, it is like no. the best thing to be able to work out in your own gym. You but, turn the lights down, you just freaking blast the music, do whatever you want, throw chalk all over the place, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's really the best benefit of it, right? Is oh. To just have that control. Oh, yeah, we, we, we're, we're, we have to. We've talked about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Well, we get some time. I, I'm guaranteed that's on our agenda. That's on our agenda. It's, <laughs> it's coming, dude. It's coming. I, It'll I think be we, a smart gym, I though. think, yeah, I think we all have the same, a, a very similar vision of what we like. And, and it, it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be much, you know what I'm saying? It just needs to have all the major essentials that we need to... Uh, to fully, you know, train yourself and somebody else. Like. Well, you know, what's bring on that point. Uh, just because I've been in the industry so long, what's old is new again. Also, mm-hmm. you're seeing like, like, remember kettlebells came back in style. Kettlebells are older than dumbbells, by the way. Mm-hmm. For the for the for the listeners, here's the history of kettlebells. Somebody discovered that uh, bell ringers had muscular forearms. So what they did is they took out the middle part of the bell, the part that rang, and then they used them uh, for exercises. And that's where the name dumbbell comes from it's a bell that makes no sound so it's dumb it's actually a dumbbell yeah um then somebody took the term dumbbell and uh, trademarked it for what we know to be dumbbells and so they had to rename them kettlebells hmm. so that that's, that's kind of interesting yeah. that's kind of the history of it I, I'm, where where was that eastern european I, countries you know i think it might have been the U- england i think england really yeah they have they have a pretty long history with uh with re- with weights and strongman and stuff like that okay uh, eugene sandow wasn't he english yeah, I think or so. Or Arthur Saxon. I feel guys. like I feel like uh, a lot of the a lot of the kettlebell specific people have, have come out of uh, like Ukraine or like. Well, oh, that's uh, because like they that. picked it up as a sport later on. Okay, it became like a big deal, and we just forgot all about them here. Yeah, until they started remarketing them again. Yeah, so um, it made definitely made this resurgence in the market, and 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 you're seeing clubs. Yeah, which which were used in clubs. Like, I use them. I, oh god, I love clubs. We're used in India, right? We're yeah, Indian. Yeah, like India. Mace Bell is another one. There's, um, yeah, there's a lot of really interesting tools. You're seeing that, people use ropes. Yeah, now. ropes. I remember when that came out and everybody jumped on that. Like, it was freaking out. Yeah, yeah. bonfire. What are they called? Battle ropes? Battle ropes, yeah. Battle, the battle ropes. Warrior ropes. Battle. Warrior ropes. Whatever, yeah. 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 We have them at the gym I train at. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoy great them. for conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy them. Shut the hell up. You're such a liar. The ropes? You yeah. don't use. I, do you ever condition, like do a conditioning workout? No, no, no. I, I enjoy yeah. training my clients on that. Let me right. be clear. <laughs> I, don't really about fu- that. I don't use the fucking rope. I don't do any more than eight reps. <laughs> That's a high rep. I, I like that though. I'm with you on the bro. On the low rep bro, count. the worst fucking thing in the world is doing squats for anything more than six no, reps. I, no, no, I just no. want to throw up and go home. Yeah. Just fucking take a nap. But I'll do jump rope and I'll do like specific conditioning. Dude, workouts you're a horse. And, and hit, you hit jump workouts. Rope? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. That. Doubles, triples, all rope. that shit. You can't jump rope. I could, I couldn't jump rope to save my life, bro. Yeah, I want to see you jump rope. Uh, it's, it's, it's. Is it awkward? Yeah, it's awkward. It's not <laughs> but it probably looks like how I dance. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and you are part of the We Can't Dance Club. Yeah, yeah. You're the big guy dance. <laughs> yeah, so I, I enjoyed some of the some of the old fat, and you see some of that coming back. Mm-hmm. I think probably because it it's effective. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. But barbells and dumbbells, that's the one thing that's been in gyms that ain't going anywhere. No. Yeah. Any, anytime it it's anywhere. just it's just about the weight that you're moving, It's that's never going to die. Yeah. Right? At yeah. one point, machines were really popular. Yeah. You know, a lot of the selectorized well, equipment. I see why, though, because, like, let's say you're a gym owner and maybe you don't have as much vested interest in the actual fitness side of it. And mm-hmm. you just want to make sure that everything is safe and controlled and you can bolt things in one place and people aren't moving them everywhere. Machines is like the way yeah. to go. And they're, and they're easier to use. Yeah. Easier to use. You don't really have to explain. I mean, they, they have like pictures. I always found it funny that like, if you're a beginner <laughs> trainer and then you're trying to explain like how to do these machines and I'm like, I felt like a fucking idiot. Yeah, there's a picture right there. Yeah, like, uh, you do this. <laughs> Push it. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Yeah. Speaking of the evolution of fitness, uh, first, <laughs> when we were in in the, in the big box industry, uh, there was it was heavy in terms of the sales, the the one on one sales, the person, you know, when as trainers or as sales counselors, oh, as yeah. general managers, and then they moved away from that, and they said, okay. We want our gyms, people to walk in and just kind of pick, you know, between three memberships and then to buy a membership. Um, and, of course, this was promoted by guys that never sold memberships. They had no idea. <laughs> and um, and a lot of these gyms lost lost money. Oh, yeah. And now they're going back. Yeah. They're starting to go back. They're starting to get the sales aspect uh, built back in. Because, you know, people... Fitness is a tough concept. They for need people. to be closed, bro. Dude. They need to be closed. Yeah, yeah. You guys, how effective? I, I don't be know on. why they ever got rid of that. Because you had guys that came in. They didn't want were, to pay the commission. They were not, well. They were from the retail industry, and they said this is a. Re, they, they said this is a retail business. People just want to work out. Uh, we have this product. Show them the price. We'll have the best price and the best product, and they'll pay for it. But in fitness, that's not true because you really don't buy shit. You just leave with a dream. And who's going to paint that dream? The sales guy. Yeah, not only paint that dream, but then set them up with somebody that's going to finish them off to get results. Right, the trainer. You know, you yeah, uh, that's that was like a great bridge. You know, like mm-hmm. you could communicate uh, with somebody that's taking somebody on a tour, and you know, it was a, it was an easy transition yeah. from there. You know, you you start drawing it now from our perspective yeah. and the trainer perspective, and and it was a great sort of a marriage there, and mm-hmm. they took that element out and. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying to. I think a lot of these places are trying to bring it back. Yeah, because they just uh, they, they started losing sales, and over time, listen, if your members aren't getting results, if you're just going to charge cheap memberships and have people not show up, eventually, uh, people are going to associate your gym as being a cheap gym and having you know not good equipment, not up you know not up to date with the you know the cleanliness, uh, you know bad service, whatever. And you're going to have to reverse that eventually, or someone else is going to come in and you're just you're just a your hamster ass. wheel gym. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might as well just have the entire thing full of treadmills. Exactly. So you know. Exactly. And we're looking at some new training techniques that are kind of on the horizon. Uh, we've talked about uh, blood occlusion training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adams talked about that. You have a friend, didn't you get you get that text message too from someone who had an injury and they and they brought it up to their doctor and they they're about to there's a, there's somebody so we know someone in common. Whose husband has an injury, and um, I can't remember what it was he had though. Uh, it was a knee. Remember? I think his knee surgery. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, yeah. and um, he went to the doctor and he said, "Hey, you know what about occlusion training? Because occlusion training, it elicits muscle growth with very very light weight, so it's excellent for rehab." Mm-hmm. And the doctor hadn't heard about it, 
um, looked it up, and now that's what they're doing with them. Yes. Wow! So he was open to yeah. using it. That's that's great. That's what I said to her. So yeah. That's pretty neat that he was even open to it like that. She said, "No, no, no. That's why she loves him. She said he's a great doctor because he he's very open minded like that." She she came to him with that, and he just like Sal said, he didn't mm-hmm. you know he he wasn't familiar with it. Read up on it, Did studied his research, up on it, yeah, yeah. and then came back was like absolutely well. Worth, I just implemented. I just love how strength training has finally gotten um, the respect that it deserves because I, I remember when I first started in fitness. If you were older, you know, for, for the older generation, they just said do cardiovascular. Yeah. You know, 30 minutes of, of brisk walking or cardiovascular activity is all you need. Um, and that'll keep you healthy. It was and all it, about heart health was the big push. Yeah, heart health. And I, I even remember people telling me, oh, my doctor says I can't lift weights because it, it'll raise my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, told, and, I remember that one all the time. And it used to get on my nerves, wow. yeah. you know. And yes, you, you do. If you lift weights temporarily, your blood pressure goes up because you're lifting something heavy. Yeah. But over time, um, nothing is better. Nothing combats aging. No form of exercise combats aging Mm-mm. as effectively as weights. Oh, no. Period. So much going on. It's period. You got bad joints. So much going on. Your bones are getting weaker. Your balance is going down. You're losing strength. Your hormones are declining. Resistance training, resistance training, resistance training. Mm-hmm. Nothing's better. And it's finally starting to get that respect. I think there was a study that came out that said um, if people can get off the floor, or how they get off the floor can predict their their lifespan better than almost any other physical test, hmm. um, and that's like a strength. That's a strength thing, hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's not an endurance thing. It's not a Mm-mm. flexibility thing. It, it can be, but not really. It's mostly a strength thing. So, and I know when I've trained people in advanced age, um, resistance training just blows their mind. Yeah, well, I, I trained somebody that was like seventy five years old, never lifted a weight. He just did basic stuff around the house and and he danced a little bit and uh i don't know if he did any kind of sports back in the day but i mean this guy's 75 years old we start and he it's it's kind of a funny story though because he he came in and i was training at golds at the time and um so it's kind of an intimidating gym and i was really surprised that Mm -hmm. um he came in with a membership and was looking to do something about this but basically his story was like he wanted to get in better shape so he could dance with uh, you know, the ladies at his like retirement club and everything. And it was like kind of a funny thing. I was like, Oh, oh this I is like great. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Uh, but basically he, he started training with me and over like maybe three months, you know, it was so crazy because he built muscle. Yeah, of course. No, I know. But like he's 75 years old. I know. And I swear, I shit you well, not. No, it was I, like 10 pounds of muscle we put on him. I'm with you because I think we still get shocked. It was very shocking to me. Well, you know, the truth is the day that your body uh, stops adapting is the day that you die. So your body can always have uh, some type of adaptation process up until the day you die. You're not going to have the same potential. Mm -hmm. You know, a 90-year-old is not going to be able to go as far as they would if they were 20. But that doesn't mean that their 90-year-old body... Can will will show some kind of adaptation. Oh, you've seen some of those cool. We got to find that. There's a cool YouTube. There's a guy who's like. I want to say he's 89 or 90 in his 90s. I've been 90s seeing a couple of these, yeah. That are this like lady jacked, that's like a figure dude, model. Just jacked. Yeah. Bro, you, you, you know what? I'll tell you what. This is a, a lot of people don't know this, but you guys get this. Who's the most respect? Who are usually the most respected people in the gym? It's always those old, yeah, the old, the old strong guys, dudes. Yeah. 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 And if, yeah, if he's still good condition and stuff like that for, that, for his age. Those guys know? motivate me. Dude, man. I'll I'm never like, forget. Yes. So I was uh, managing, um, uh, I was managing a club and this guy used to come in every morning. 7 a.m. on the dot, right? And he, he would wear this tank top, like one of those kind of old school string tank tops, right? Tall dude, uh, white hair, but bald on the top, right? So he was really fit and he'd come in really tall posture. 
you know, I'd check him in and I'd say hi to him and we'd talk for two seconds, he'd leave. And I, I never I never looked at the age, his age, right? So one day he comes in and he's with this really attractive, probably 40-something-year-old girl. And I thought, oh, that's got to be, you know, is that's got to be his daughter. So I checked his age and the guy was 77 years old. Really fit looking though, amazing. So he came in another day to work out and I asked him, I said, hey, I said, um, I said, is that your, you know, was that your, your daughter? I mean, it's, it's awesome that you guys, you, you train your daughter. And he's like, that's my girlfriend. He's yeah. like, he's like, that's my girlfriend. He goes, he goes, that's the best thing about working out, man. Boom. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, I was just, I was, I just want to shake your hand right now. <laughs> You're like the coolest fucking guy I've ever met in my life. And this guy would come in and work out, man. He just fucking looked like a, he was just a stud, 77 year old stud, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just it's so never awesome. Too late. Yeah. You Those know? guys are the baddest guys in the gym. Always. Yeah. Always. They get the most respect. Absolutely. Yeah. My, actually, I have a workout. At least for me, I feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, I think everybody does. Yeah. I think even, or the old chick, the old lady, you know, the, the, the 50 or 60 year old woman who's oh, yeah. just fit and working out. And oh, yeah. There's this, there's this woman at right now, one of the golds I work out at, and she's got to be, you know, I want to say she's probably in her 60s, but she doesn't look like it. She's very fit. You can tell she's been lifting weights for a long time because she's got that tone that you don't have unless you lift weights. Yeah. And she's in the weight room, man. She's right up with the dumbbells and barbells with the guys and lifting weights. And, you know, she's 60-something years old. I'm 36 years old, but she's just such an attractive woman because she's got that that strength, you know, that... Uh, she takes care of herself. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome yeah. to see. Lots yeah, of respect. That youthfulness about her. Just it's just it's just an attractive thing, and I mean yeah. that with all the respect in the world. You know. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My current, I have a workout partner right now that I work out with um, twice a week. Um, he's also he was he's also a client of mine, but he's sixty nine years old. Okay, and he'd been working out for a long time, but not with weights. He came to me. He's a classic uh, ectomorph. Um, and, you know, skinny guy doesn't build muscle easily. Um, but through training at 69, we're still hitting PRs. And I've been training this guy now for at least three years. Mm-hmm. So we're still breaking some of his old records at wow. 69. And, he's, and this is three years later. He's put on at least 13, 14 pounds of muscle. Um, this guy is a freak in terms of endurance, though. I'll tell you what. Every single night, this guy, this is, he's been doing this for the last 40 years. Every night he goes to, the, to another gym where they have a, a lap pool. And he swims for an hour and a half straight. Oh, shit. Every every night. Oh, that's legit. <laughs> every single night, this guy swims for an hour and a half straight. What is nice. a badass. He's, he's a badass. That's yeah. why I like to work out with him. So I work out my core with him and calves because my calves are shit. So I, I want to work out with someone who's going to, you know, I need to try and look good around. <laughs> um, but cat, we work out core together and this fucker kicks my ass, man. He's got way more endurance than me. We'll do like, like Roman chair sit-ups and he'll do like... 50 reps, you know, <laughs> and I'm like doing like 20 and I'm just hammered. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's That's pretty great. awesome. Yeah. So I, I think uh, the, the future of fitness, you're looking at probably more small, some of these small, smaller facilities. You think so? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I, think I think that's like I'm, a very minuscule portion of, of what's going to happen. I see more virtual in your home. Yeah. To, not even leaving your bedroom type of. I see it being a personal. That's, yeah. that's I see it being an a la carte, yeah. uh, you know, an a la carte sort of, of a playing field as far as like there's gyms that are still going to exist because people like physical locations and that's not going to ever change. Like they want to actually devote, you know, a, a part of their lifestyle to going to the gym and to making fitness a priority. Right, right. That's not going to change. But. You know, the accessibility of that is going to change. That's all going to change. And I think that um, there's going to be companies that are going to get creative with that and you're going to have different options. And so, you know, it could be it could be a plethora of things that you're going to find uh, on the market. And I think that that's exciting. But also 
everything, everything, you know, that that's really easy about other businesses that you're seeing right now with your phone, like that's that can all apply to fitness. Yeah. It's going to apply to fitness and um, people are just going to keep cre- like creating better products mm-hmm. out of it. And it's going to give you all this analytical data that now you can show your doctor. And, and I really feel like the bridge between uh, what people do as, as far as preventative health and then insurance companies. That's that's like one yeah. of the, that's a huge great point. barrier that I think is going to be bridged at some point. And that's so, a great point. Yeah, it, it, at some point because people want that. People want to have like active, you know, actively be motivated to uh, lower their costs as far as like you know health insurance. Well, now that are, employers are fi- are figuring out that if they're if they're employees uh, exercise, they save money. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see that because now they've they've looked at their bottom line and said, hold on, mm-hmm. our employees that work out don't aren't sick as often. They're more productive yeah, and they're I, better. I think Justin's right on with that. I think that's the future is 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 that's going to merge together. That has to merge together. It has to work together. I think it's going to get to a point to where it becomes like right now it's not cool to measure your food and count all this stuff and do that. But the more and more like we we're finding the science and in, in food and nutrients and what it could possibly do for us and mm-hmm. as far as longevity is concerned and everything and overall like I really feel like we're still learning and like we haven't had like a great group of test studies of like generations that have from the beginning, like truly ate really, really clean and right and trained for a consistent time in their life. Because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. Everybody stumbles upon because it's, it's, it's such a machine that, you know, people like us and other people like minded like us need to step forward and, and, and create something that impacts people and, and educates them properly. So it's really hard to do. Like, it's it's hard to step outside of that machine and and, and say, hey, you know, let's reevaluate this mm-hmm. and let's look at let's look at really you know how people are benefiting and, and what's really healthy for you. So so I, it sounds like mind pump. Sounds like on, mind we're pump. on the cutting edge. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. I don't I don't we're like in the being future a part right of, now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being a part of anything that's not innovative. Yeah, just I so agree. you know. Yeah. yeah. We'll finish up. Thanks, Adam, for that sound effect. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>